Blog Talk Radio. On tonight's episode of Confession Session, Paul's nightclub shooter's wife was aware of his plot and did nothing to stop his murderous rampage. Malachi Love Robinson, aka State Florida Teen Doctor, has been sentenced to three years in prison. And Donna from Black Ink, roommate, put her living situation out on blast. What's good, y'all? This your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, Joe. Hello, and you are listening to you one and the only Confession Session! <laughs> what up, what up, what up? Jen, how are you doing this evening? Nigga, I'm here. It was a struggle. I was hoping and praying that I wasn't going to be late to the show. You know, straight was rushing, being real ugly, but I made it, nigga. 45 seconds before we was on the air, I was here, and I'm happy about it. I know that's right. That's definitely something to be proud of, being on time, because we all know that Jen is not a punctual individual, okay? Observant, yes, punctual, uh uh-uh. So, it's real. So, it's good that you on time. (laughs) Don't even play. I remember so many stories. I have so many stories that I can tell you guys. The one I definitely remember, like, with a passion, I remember I told Jean, um on like a Saturday, I was like, Jean, you know, let's uh, get ready to go to church. You know, you should come to church with us tomorrow. Jean was like, okay, yes, yes, woo-woo. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be there at, you know, I don't know, maybe 8 o'clock to come pick you up at church. Do you know, I call this man before I leave the house, like, I'm on my way, Jean. He's like, okay, I'm going to be ready. I call him when I'm like 15 minutes away. Jean, I'm on my way to come get you. I'm, all, I'm up the street. I'm around the corner. Okay, sis. I get to the house. He's like, hold on. I got to hop in the shower real quick. Jeanne, I called you like an hour ago. What do you mean you need to still hop in the shower, come out to the damn house, with uh, rubbing his head down? Make, I'm like, this man gets on my nerves. But, yeah, that's just a, that's just a story of how unpunctual Jeanne is. Take a shower as soon as I get to the damn house. We was out there waiting for like 20 minutes. I'm like, dude, we're going to just leave him. I hate being late to places, especially church, because I don't get the seat that I want to get. So, yes, Jun is a trip. But anyways, y'all, um, no, but everything it's funny. is in- <laughs> <But>. <laughs> it's funny because, like, everybody around me are, like, very much on time, people, because I be stressing Chris out, too. And I'm just like, look, I'm really <laughs> trying. Like, I'm really trying. Like, I don't know. Like, part of me, I feel like... And I don't know what I was thinking with that situation, but I think nowadays I'm late because I hate waiting. Like, I hate waiting on time. Like, I hate getting somewhere, like, 15 minutes, and then I have to wait 15 minutes before. And it's like I have to wait around for, like, 15 minutes. And I'm like, ugh. I could have just been, like, four minutes late and then been already doing what I need to be doing. Like, or, you know, just anything. I'm so bad with it. And I get pissed at myself every fucking day about it. Like, I'm just, like, every fucking time you like to everything. Like, damn, Jen. Like, why can't you be on time? Like, I'll be so stressed out. Like, sometimes be about to cry and everything, just being real ugly. Me too. I keep, I keep doing it to myself. Oh, my God. I'm, you remember those days where you trying to find a job, you know, and it's a good job, and you late to the damn interview, you like, I'm going to be late. <laughs> you got the GPS, you up there driving, ah, I'm late. Every, anybody calling you, I got this interview, I'm going to be late. <laughs> Straight crying right. and shit on the phone. My phone is just died, I don't know where I'm going. Like, <laughs> <laughs> shit, I already know how that is. But um, everything's been going smooth with me, I'm still a little sickly. 
still a little nauseous, still a little tired. I mean, still a little hurting. So hopefully, you know, all of this will go away in, uh, you know, a few months. Yes, that's what I said. And, um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. That's, that's all that's going on with me. So, <laughs> so everybody. Obviously, thank you so much for tuning in this evening. You guys know you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud, and of course, this podcast from Blog Talk. Send us your confessions at confessions at number two us at gmail.com. Do not forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe, and please tag us in the drama. All right, Jeanne, would you like to hit them with that confession question of the day? Absolutely. Absolutely. Confession <laughs> question. Confession. Question. <laughs> All right, let's discuss sex tapes. Have you ever made one, and what's the freakiest thing you've ever done? And would that be on a sex tape or just in general? What's the freakiest thing you've ever done? No, on a sex tape. Okay. All right. All right, and let's All get right, into guys. those confessionals. All right, you guys, first topic. <laughs> Which is a little disappointing, but I'm not surprised because we'll get into it. Anyway, um, <laughs> reality TV stars, and this is according to BT.com, reality TV stars don't always live the lives they hourly portray on television. This was proven in the case of a Black Ink crew cast member who was recently exposed by her roommate after she failed to pay her half of the rent. Reality star Donna Lombardi's current living situation was put on blast by her roommate who took to social media to share a slew of photos of how, of how she's been living away from the cameras. She claims Lombardi hasn't paid rent yet and has since left her hanging. So in an attempt to get revenge, she's chosen to showcase her real life on Facebook, which features a mattress that appears to be on the floor surrounded by snack wrappers, a shelf of products, and more. She even completed her shady expose by posting a picture of the reality star for everyone to see it's legit. That's not really. Honestly, to me, that's not really, like, surprising. Donna, like, stanky booty Donna, the bitch who, and I'm not even trying to come at her like whatever, but I am because, like, the one who slept with everybody black ink, the one who wears those same as leggings all the time, that look like they stink. Like, she looks like she's not going to pay her half of the rent. And, you know, she don't care. Like, Donna don't give a fuck, you know. And she said that, I mean, when the bitch came to um, to come and confront Donna, um, you know, trying to fight her and shit at Black Ink, you know, Donna, she ain't give a damn, you know. The, and they kicked the old girl out, you know, obviously, as they should have. Because it's like, you're not going to come in and place a business trying to fight somebody over some rent money. Take your ass to court. You know, but I'm not surprised. Donna, she's shady. She's been shady for a while. And, you know, that's stanky booty. Like, you can't expect stanky booty to pay you $1,500 of rent. Like, what are you talking about? Why would you even? And, I mean, but not that's that's not what, you know, is the fucked up part to me. You know, like, I, I expected all of this shit to happen. You know, I wasn't surprised. You know, I what I didn't expect is for Donna to fuck her house up. Like, you know, she had said, you know, doors all messed up, you know, just disgusting, living in filth. Like, that's disgusting. Like, if yeah. Donna is a grown-ass, whole entire person, 
Like, nobody right. should have to clean after you. You definitely shouldn't be renting a house from somebody, and you're right. tearing it apart, you know? So get your shit mm-hmm. together. And the old girl, though it's annoying, and I'm sure, you know, attorneys, they, they cost and all of that. Take Donna as the court. Donna has the money. She works for Black Ink, you know, and maybe she don't have as much, but she can still sue her, you know? Right. If she has those before and after photos, she hey, this is prior to me um, renting my home out to her. This is what everything looked like, and now this is what everything looks like. You know, compare and contrast. This is unacceptable, and I need my money. So, yeah, get it. What was your thoughts, Jen? Um, I'm not surprised that, you know, she was sleeping on an air mattress that was on the floor. <laughs> um, because, mattress I mean, we... $199, girl. Girl. A right. good mattress. So you can find a decent, <laughs> comfortable mattress for $199. Like, you are not a teenager. But I mean, so often you hear about these reality stars who are basically living this fake life for the cameras, and they talk about how production does not pay their talent, you know, much starting off. You basically are getting paid for exposure because reality stars, like, what talent is it? I mean, anybody Mm -hmm. can get on camera and act a damn fool. So it's just like, you you care about motherfuckers getting $1,500 an episode. You know what I'm saying? And that sounds like a lot, but you got to think $1,500 is once a week. Um, you may not be on every episode. So let's just say you on a good, what, six, seven episodes. You can pay $1,500 for six episodes before taxes. Like, that's not shit. Like, it's, it's basically what you're doing is to garner the fame so you can do club appearances and, you know, get a name for yourself and your brand, and then you can later come back and renegotiate for later seasons. Now, in Donna's case, I don't know, because it's just like, how are you – you've been on Black King Crew for, like, what what years is for them? Five, six? So you've been on there at least four years, four, three years. It's like you have not been able to get any kind of funds together. Because she feels like she smells bad. That's why. I, feel like I was thinking like... about that, too. And I, I wouldn't be surprised. And I'm sure she's had a few STDs if she doesn't have one currently. Because oh, it's just yeah. like she has mm-hmm. fucked everybody, man. It's just like she is really gross, but at the same time, it's just. It's, she's it's not a go-getter easy. either. You know, she wants people to, like, hand things down to her. She's mm-hmm. not spontaneous. She's not going for what she wants. She thinks that she can just sleep her way up to the top. And she thought that'd be good enough or, oh, I'm pretty, you know, let me like, you know, try and, you know, uh, woo my way into, you know, finesse. But it's like, no, like, you know, you need to be, you know, not only street smart, which you're not even that, but also book smart, too. If you want to do something that great, take your eyes back to school and really learn how to draw and be a beast at tattooing if that's what you really love doing. But don't just sit up there and think you're going to just work your way up to the top and, and she just she just she just got a kid mentality. Once she yeah. uh, once she really get her shit together. Yeah, yes, exactly. Once she get her shit together, you know, hopefully it's not too late because she's at what, our age, twenty seven, twenty eight ish. I would I would say so, definitely. So yeah, I mean it makes no sense that she's, you know, just doing the most like just nasty. She probably don't even shower every day. Like girl. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, um, with her beefing her neighbor, with her neighbor, I mean not her neighbor, but her roommate, because I am not current on this season. Is that on the show currently? Or yeah, well, actually, I, I haven't been watching it either because I've been just so tired lately. I've just been going to bed so early every day. But um, I haven't watched it. 
I just had looked it up because I was like, what? What's going on? And, uh, yeah, I seen the chick come up to the job, and, you know, her and Donna, they fought for a little bit, you know, woo-woo, grabbing hair and all of this and all of that and all the wax. And, um, and, and, and uh, what's his name? Teddy, he was like, bitch, get the okay. fuck up out of here to, um, to the to the roommate because you know she was he was just like oh like we usually I'm not down for Donna but this time I am right. she needs to get the fuck out of here woo 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 so that's really all I seen I was just like wow like but once again we have to understand like you come into a place of business acting like a clown right. when this is not a circus you know right. so. So, right. yeah, well, at least definitely. wait for her to get off work or, yeah. or just mm-hmm. do the thing. If, I mean, if you that messy, yeah, just expose she her on the internet. She and, wanted some exposure, and, too. Huh? I said she wanted oh, some yeah. exposure, too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You want to like you was whooping somebody ass on camera and probably told your whole family. <laughs> and at first she was geeked because she was rooming with Donna. And then you realized she was a bad person. You know, so I'm sure it's a little bit of everything. But. Yeah, these reality stars, they got to chill. Like, you need to leave that messiness, that drama, all that bullshit for the cameras. You know, because at the end of the day, I do know people that do watch those shows. They are looking for mess. So I can't sit here and say, you know, for them to live just amazing lives on camera. Like, that that's to be expected. But outside of work or outside of filming, it's like, you need to relax. Seriously. Like, you need to have your shit together. You need to get this coin, make this money for these club appearances. I mean, everybody's everybody is at the moment, you know, getting booked for clubs. So I don't know what the rate is, but I'm sure it's not horrible. I'm sure you're getting at least twenty five hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta think you you get twenty five hundred dollars three times a week plus your fifteen hundred dollar check. Like you can make this shit work. Invest, mm-hmm. save, like turn it into something, you know. And like one person that in particular that I really appreciated that did do that. Um, well, actually a couple of people, Tanisha um, Thomas, I think she's really good at finessing, like being a psycho from Bad Girls Club into actually having a career and like a whole yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. You know, being yeah. like a social media influencer now because her Instagram is popping. I feel like a lot of celebrities look to her Instagram for stuff. And, um, and then also Natalie Nunn too, you know what I'm saying? Like with her whole, she has this whole mommy fitness regimen and you know, I'm always here to talk about saving, so I feel like she's good, you know. like, And it's sad because I just, and I forgot to um, research it, but um, it was another reality star. You know the twins from Bad Girls Club? The, um, they look like Bahamian or something like that, light-skinned. They said they look like SpongeBob, really pretty, but they just have box shapes. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> oh. Well, one I'm broke now, like, she had went on Twitter, like, going in, talking about, like, how can asking if people could donate, like, she don't want to hear anything. Right. Doing the motherfucking most. But, um... (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, no, she had went on Twitter, asked for people to donate, and she was like, she didn't have... All she had is $10 to her name, and she was like, she's thinking about going out, but then she realized it's like she's that fucking broke, and... You know, all this nonsense and her sister. What is what does that mean? That's just like just a foolery. You know, I had to do my chicken box laugh, like because it's just foolery. Like, bitch, you begging for money. You had an opportunity that not many people they get in this in their lifetime, and they would love to get. You've been on television. People know your name, and you're out here begging for money. 
that deserves a chicken laugh. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so stupid. So yeah, I have to I have to do my box laugh. You know when I hear some dumb <laughs> shit. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it's her twin sister in a pan, but I just feel like oh. it's just that psycho. And it's like I, I'm not surprised that these reality stars, reality stars are out here struggling and broke. But it's just like I, <laughs> I would expect more. Like we know y'all are not millionaires, so you should not be out here trying to live your life in a lap of luxury yeah, and, and all these yeah. designers. You need to be setting up. Uh, a way to get out of this or to move on to something else because it's not going to last. Like, you're going to be popping for a good two, three years, and then nobody cares after that. It's like, look at Jocelyn. Like, you know, I feel like people still are interested, but it's like, Jocelyn used to be hot. Like, she used to be popping, and nobody cares now. And you know how much that sucks? Like, you ain't did shit but yell on camera and say how you're the Puerto Rican princess and you're the baddest bitch, and you know, And now I'm sure you're scrambling for checks. Like, we have to do better. You are damn straight. I ain't even, I'm like, Puerto Rican who? Oh, Jocelyn Hernandez. Oh, exactly. Yeah, all right. Anyways, you guys, you're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic. So the wife of Omar Martin who committed the massacre um, in the Pulse nightclub last year um, in 2016. She, or, ooh, two years ago. My God, can you guys believe that? Sorry, 2018. Anyways, um, in 2016, reportedly told FBI that she knew about his plot beforehand, and she did nothing to stop it. She stated, my fears had come true, and he did what he did he was going to do. He did what he said he was going to do, according to the newspaper. I was in denial, and I could not believe that the father of my child was going to hurt other people. The wife also said that she warned that she was warned repeatedly about the specific location and the timing of the attack. How upset are people going to be when they, when he gets attacked? Mateen asked his wife at one point while they were driving by the nightclub, according to her statement. Salman also witnessed her husband browsing the Pulse website and declaring, this is my target. On the night before, one of the most devastating mass shootings in U.S. history, Salman said her husband loaded up once on firearms and ammunition. This was the time that he was going to do something bad, she said. Before leaving the house, Mateen told his wife, this is the one day. Mateen opened fire at around 2 a.m. on June 12th in the Orlando night spot and he killed 48 people, and he wounded 58 others. Um, go straight to jail. What is your problem, <laughs> Exactly. Go straight Go straight to jail. Do not pass. Go. Do not collect $200. There's no way around this. Like, I, yeah. she definitely was an accomplice, or she didn't care. Now she's trying to act dramatic. Like, how could you not listen? Like, I can understand if... If you felt like, because I know a lot of times you hear about, like, these um, men's wives who have committed, like, these heinous acts, and they're like, okay, well, yeah, I used to talk a lot of shit, but I didn't think it was going to, I didn't think they was going to really do it. Like, they just was always talking shit, but it's like, this motherfucker driving past the place, scoping it out, like, looking online and everything, you knew what the fuck was going down. You didn't care. Yeah, Probably because she she was mad because she knew her man was gay and he was in there fucking somebody anyway. So she was like, light them all up any, anyhow. 
You know, that's bullshit. Like, she needs to rot in hell as well. Like, I'm not feeling sorry for her. She needs to stop acting like, you know, she's just shocked and, you know, terrified and disappointed. Like, you knew the man that you were with, and you didn't say anything. So you must suffer the consequences as well. Bitch. (laughs) I agree. I agree. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. When you sit up here and you say you were in denial, okay, okay, you can be in denial, but you still had a phone. You could have easily picked up the phone and said, hey, I'm in denial, 911 police officer or operator on the other line. However, my husband just left the house with all these guns and ammunition, saying he's going to shoot up this damn nightclub. Okay? You're right. Somebody needs to go there just to make sure. Oh, and I would have sent somebody there, and and and, and uh, tens of lives could have been saved. You know, but instead, forty eight people got killed because she decided to yeah. shut the fuck up. You know, like no, and, and don't try and play victim now. You need to go. But to it's jail. no way around it. She did not care. Like what? Like yeah. well, honestly, what? What? Who would just sit there and let their husband or their loved one just go and do something so? Disastrous, like so disgusting. Her. Her. Exactly. Somebody that was in on it. You was plotting too, yeah. bitch. Like, come on. You ain't fooling yep. no damn body. Yep. She's yeah, that's, done. That's like, she's done. They they are not gonna let her get away with that shit. Like, she's not just gonna be able to confess and then go on with her life and <laughs> talk about like how how she's always suffering and thinking about it. No, bitch. You going to prison <laughs> too? Like, exactly. You, you done, honey. Do not collect go, bitch. Goodbye. All right, <laughs> honey, straight, <laughs> straight to jail. Straight to jail. Do not collect. She needs to be dollars. under the jail. <laughs> okay. Because she knows. Okay, better. honey. Because she knows better. All right, guys. Yeah, we're gonna move on to the All right, and this is according to thesalon.com. Baltimore is facing serious criticism for leaving its schools open during the winter snow season, even though many of them lack the facilities to properly warm and protect the students and faculty. The city's teachers union is demanding that the schools close because of the cold weather. I implore that you close schools in the district until your facilities crew has had time to properly assess and fix the heating issues within the affected schools in Baltimore City. Baltimore Teachers Union President uh, Marietta English wrote to the school system CEO, Sonia Sanalatisis, on Wednesday. And this is according to the Baltimore Sun. English added, uh, this is the best way to ensure the safety of our members and our children. Only four of Baltimore schools were closed on Wednesday, while students and two others were dismissed early due to heating issues. Stories are piling up about students suffering in the freezing schools. Many of the buildings are reported to be in a state of disrepair from broken pipes and bursting boilers to other facilities that do not work as they need in order to protect students from the cold. High school reported that it got so cold she couldn't feel her feet. And this is according to NPR. Other students reported being able to see their breath when they exhaled and noticing icicles in their classroom. And this is according to CNN. And teachers and parents have also taken to social media to post pictures of thermostats with temperatures of 40 or 50 degrees as students bundled up under multiple layers of clothing. Uh, Unfortunately, with the extreme temperatures, new problems can emerge quickly. Baltimore Public Schools explained in the statement, our priority is always helping buildings whenever possible. 
We want students to have every possible opportunity for teaching and learning, and we also want to make sure that students can get the services and supports that many families rely on. For example, warm meals before and after school care. Yeah, um, when I first heard this story, you guys, I'm not even going to sit up here in front and jack it down. I heard, um, you know, the kids, they were in the school and they were being, you know, interviewed. And, um, I think they were like first graders or something like that. And they were asking the kids, you know, how are they doing and how are they feeling? And they were up there like, oh, you know, it's very, 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 very cold. And I just start crying because I'm like, how could y'all allow these kids to be in this school with these busted pipes and they cold and they freezing? And y'all don't have any heaters and these parents. How could y'all with fucking coats on, with winter coats on in the fucking school building. I was so upset. I mean, I was driving to work like, oh, they gonna bring their kids from school like that. Like, cause I just couldn't. I couldn't understand. Like, there's no way I'm gonna allow my son to be somewhere freezing. You know, with a coat on. Fuck a job. No. So do you think the parents not. knew that? Do you think the parents yeah, knew? Mm, yeah, they, they knew. They knew. They knew. And not only mm. did they know, and I'm not trying because I understand that some parents have to work. This is it. You know, their only job. They don't have time to take off or whatever like that. But even the school itself, y'all allow these kids to come in these classrooms and you did nothing. They could have at least put them in, you know, somewhere where in a, a church or some type of community hall or somewhere that they had heat. You know what I'm saying? All it is, you knew right. in the morning time at 6 or 5 in the morning when you got up and got to the goddamn school that there was no heat and the pipes were burst. So you guys should have made other arrangements prior to this. This was unacceptable, and I was one of the people that was extremely outraged. I could not believe that these babies, these kids, even mm-hmm. you know, even the teachers will have to work in such, such conditions. And these kids, the, how the fuck can you learn when your brain is frozen? Seriously, you thinking about keeping your fucking fingers warm, you know? So that was so disturbing. And once again, I still don't think they should have shut down the schools. They need to find an an alternative. They need to go and see if they can get somebody in a church to, you know, where they can teach these kids or, you know, in in a hallway. You know, Mm -hmm. exactly. So it's disturbing. But go ahead, Shun. I agree. It is very disturbing. Um, and to, to me, what was heartbreaking, just thinking from like similar experiences, I've never been in a building that was like freezing or anything like that, but just thinking, you know, trying to get to work back in the day when I was like 16, 17 and, you know, I couldn't afford the proper shoes or anything like that. And, you know, waiting to be freezing outside and, and your foot feeling like you got frostbite to be in a building and a kid not knowing any better and have to deal with that. That is so sad. Um, and it is unfortunate for them for for the whole situation. I, I don't feel sorry for the school system because they can get that money from some fucking where, you know. Exactly. Somebody got the money in in Maryland to donate to them schools, but um, for the teachers having to deal with that, from the students, from from the parents, like you said, who are working these dead end jobs and have to go to work, and you know they can't call out to stay home with their children, and they are relying on food because they may not have food at home. I do, I do remember seeing, you know, kids who um, would have to eat breakfast at school, you know, like it was important or else they weren't going to fucking eat in the morning, you know? So um, something needs to be done, 
you know, and I do agree that it should not be the closing of the schools because what are you going to do, force them all in one building, right. you know, and, and continue to do fucked up things to conserve and to save money because you don't care about these children? We have to figure out a solution, and maybe it's time for the, the parents. Maybe the parents aren't involved enough, and they don't care, and they aren't yeah. reaching out to, you know, um, the local governments and the aldermans and the city councilmen to get shit done. Maybe they don't care, you know, and they're just going to take them down the street to, this, to, to the next school. But something has to be done because that is, that is horrible. You're that right. is horrible. You're right. And even 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 to go ahead and go a step further, you know, I remember, you know, um, my mom being without electricity, uh, you know, and this one time I remember that, um, uh, I don't know, she had a bunch of kids at the time. It was me, my sister, my cousins, and she was just trying to raise all of us at the same time, you know. It was like eight of us in this house, and I was big as hell, but, you know, it was an eight-bedroom house. It was like eight of us kids. And, you know, I remember one day we came home and it was just so cold. And I'm like, what happened? You know, and I'm seeing my mom in her room crying. And, you know, I'm like, what is going on? And I remember us for like maybe two days, we had all, we all had to sleep in one room, all like compiled, covered up, you know, underneath one cover. And it wasn't, you know, it was, it was, this is some real shit. You know, this happened and it was sad. You know, I remember being in middle school when this happened. And I don't know what ended up happening. I just remember one day I came home, and uh, like after the two days, and the house was hot and it was warm. And, you know, I was just talking to my mom, like, oh, you know, yay, we got heat. And I just remember how happy we were that we had heat back in the house. And that was just two days, you know. So I And we had been in school all day, you know, pretty much. It wasn't the weekend when it happened, you know. So I can just imagine you know, I can't, I can't imagine these kids, you know, having to, to be, you know, at school for these, you know, seven and a half, eight hours or whatever, and eating food in the cold and, and trying to learn and all of this stuff. I could just be at home under the cover relaxing, you know, for a few hours before I got on the bus, you know what I'm saying? So it was just, it was just real sad. And I really hope that they get this situation rectified immediately. So, yeah. Um, but, guys, you're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic. So, according to The Root, Florida teen who posed as a doctor has been sentenced to three years in prison. Malachi Love Robinson, he made headlines as a teenager after being caught posing as a doctor with his own medical practice in West Palm Beach, Florida. Three years later, Love Robinson, now 20, will be spending the next three years in prison after admitting to his extensive crimes. Um, as the Sun Sentinel notes, Love Robinson was facing 14 criminal charges in the case, but got a pretty sweet deal after admitting and agreeing to a three-and-a-half-year sentence term with credit for 16 months already served. As part of his term, Love Robinson must also repay his victims a court cool 80 thousand dollars which he when he gets out of prison although he would not be on probation uh, as the sun sentinel also reports love robinson was was facing the rest of his life in prison up to 90 years his plea deal ends his long and storied drama which included some legal issues in north virginia where he pleaded guilty to separate fraud counts that did not involve medicine and served a year behind bars for that 
three years ago when accusations about Love Robinson first started circulating, he claimed that he had been deeply saddened and a little disrespected. Jean, did he get off good or not? Definitely. He definitely got <laughs> off good. Uh, three years is a horrible, terrible long time. But I mean, For a 20-year-old, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go to prison for no team. I don't want to go to prison for three days. You know what I'm saying? So, um, three hours, shit. I don't want to deal with that shit ever. <laughs> but, but I mean, what can you expect? Like you were you were pretending to be a doctor. Like that is not cool, you know, and, and getting money up out of motherfuckers. I don't know how he, I, I remember talking about it on the show, but it's like, I don't yeah. know how he was able to fully operate it. Like, was he getting insurance from people or you know, was what was he actually doing? You said what? I said he was a beast, honestly. He was 17 years old and he got $80,000 from people in Palm Beach, Florida. He was smart. He was smart. Not smart enough. He got more than 80000 Oh, really? That I mean, I, from what I remember, I want to say it was a few hundred thousand. You know, I'm surprised you only yeah. had to pay eighty thousand. And like you said, yeah, to be able to finesse and pretend to be a doctor, you know. But part of me feels like, is he crazy? Is he slow? Is he like <laughs> autistic? And he really does feel like he is this person, or you know, what exactly? I don't know. But, I mean, if he if he if he was crazy, you know, whatever. That was, you know, the past of him being in jail for, you know, this 16 months or whatever already. I'm sure he's had a lot of time to think about his actions and, you know, probably, hopefully, plan to do better when he gets out when he's 23 years old. Right. And then part of me, I want to know, like, who the fuck were his patients? Like, who was willingly going to a 17-year-old? Even though if, if... if I had a a, a a black doctor who was seventeen year old, seventeen years years old, and was considered like this child prodigy and this genius and finished you know college and had the credentials, I don't think I would mind either having a doctor that young. But I just feel like, damn, was there not? I mean, did he make up like all his accolades on the like and take mm-hmm. pictures of them and put them on the wall? Like, how did he? I just want to know how he got away because nobody didn't think twice for years, you know, <laughs> like. How could you let allow this to go on, you know? Yeah, you're right. It's it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. Um, even his, but y'all didn't question it, though. I, in Palm, I mean, I guess I was in Palm Beach for it. They're like, no. This is, and what kind of, like, surgery or what kind of doctor was, was he? Like, I how, don't remember. I don't think it was. Neither. I don't think it. You said what? I said, yeah, me neither. Yeah, I don't think it was like um anything like significant as far as that. But um let me see. Maybe I can google it really quick. What kind of doctor was Dr. Love? Cuz his name is Dr. Love. Mhm. It's crazy though, overall. Like, what was you doing, young boy? Young boy. <laughs> and why was you doing this? Like, that is he's just bizarre. But like I said, overall, he he got off real good because in order for you to get three years in prison for wow, so know. he was a gynecologist. He posed as a gynecologist. <gasps> yeah. Yikes! So he was messing with vaginas. Okay. Right. He's gross. Straight, straight masturbating about him when he got home. 
<laughs> oh, that's gross. Oh, man. Yeah. That would piss me off. That would piss me the fuck off. Like, I'd be like, mm. Yeah. He obviously is a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. You check yeah. his vaginas and shit. Like, are you serious right now? Like, uh-uh. Yeah, he's crazy. So, yeah, guys. Enough about Dr. Love. And his name is Dr. Love. Boy, boy, boy. I just tell you. I know. Dr. Love, a gynecologist, Because a part of me, I remember one time, and this is TMI, but like, um, <laughs> like I was hooking up with this guy. This was years ago. This is like when I first moved to Raleigh, and he was like recording himself, like performing on me, you know. And part of me, I was like, was he like? Because at this, I was not out at this time, so I'm like, is he like okay. recording me, you know, <laughs> or? You know, because he straight had the camera. He was like, "No, it's on." Like I have the camera on me, but I'm like, "Why would you record yourself like sucking dick?" <laughs> like, but okay. <laughs> right. Um, but I'm trying to think. Maybe, but it it never was anything like super dramatic. I definitely wasn't doing anything crazy, and you know, I'm more so. It was more so. I just wanted to see how I looked at that moment, and then as soon if I watched it, I deleted it right away. You know, I don't have anything in the ball or anything like that because I don't want those issues. I don't want those problems. You know, I feel like I lose plenty of shit. Yes, yes. I feel like you do too. So that would be pretty bad. (laughs) Have you ever like did a a sex tape where like you recorded somebody and they didn't know? No. Why would I do that? That's That's some fucking... Revenge porn shit, like you trying to, you know, with me being a gay man, that I feel like, like I was saying, like with the guy, you know, I feel like that's some like trying to out somebody type shit, you know. But I wouldn't. Why would I sneak and record having sex with somebody? Well, like, I mean, well, like, I've done it to my husband before. Like, you know, I've told him after the fact. Like, yeah, I just got to record that. Ha ha ha! He's just like, oh, like, what the fuck? Like, why would you? I guess I need something to look back at later on. You know, woo woo woo, and he's just like, okay. <laughs> so. So do you? Uh, so do you still have the video? And like, do you watch it? Are you turned on by it? Because I don't feel like so I would get turned I, I on by know. watching myself. You know. I don't know if I still have it. Um, if I do, it's in my dance. Oh, you know what? I don't. I don't have it still. So I got this. I uh, got a new phone last year, and when I got my phone. Literally everything that I had recorded, because they was like, oh, it's going to take, like, you know, three, four hours to transfer all your photos and stuff. Then I didn't have a cloud, so I was just like, well, fuck it, just delete, just reset the whole phone. So everything is it's all deleted once I got my new phone. So, yeah, I don't have any of it no more. But, um, 
if I did have it, I probably would still, you know, watch it and stuff like that. But, like, I, you know, you know, we stay together, you know, we have sex whenever we want to. Like, I can always record new sex dates. But I do remember being younger, like, I don't know, what was I? I was 17. My mom told me yes for the very first time, though she, she didn't know, like, you know, me and my husband, uh, well, he's my boyfriend at the time, but me and my husband, he was already, you know, getting out of freak on you know what I'm saying? So she was just like, yeah, y'all can go to the hotel. And it was like a little pink camera. Yeah. He was getting wild in that room. And, uh, <laughs> well, and yeah, I, I definitely recorded, you know, me getting my freak on and all of that stuff. And I used to watch that bitch all the time. But then I lost my camera. And um, I think my little sister had found it. And she was just like, I think I've seen something weird on your camera. And she was like young at the time. Like she's five years younger than me, and I'm like, well, where is it at? She's like, it's right here, and um, I don't know where. The, I don't know what the hell happened to the sex tape or whatever like that. I don't think that's what she's seen. I think that she just, you know, she was she seen some, but that's not what she's seen. You know, and right. so after that, I think I was just like done. Like unless shit is gonna be locked up, like I'm done. Cause like Jen said, I lose shit way too quick, and yeah, yeah. it'll be a wrap. Like, so I've never like did like you know record like no dress up type shit and nothing like right. that. So, and then me, I don't. Even though it's like with me, I don't want to see my boyfriend getting smutted out on camera. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I, I get, you know, offensive about shit. Like, like, I'm really protective of him. So it's just like I, mean, I would, I wouldn't feel like right like recording him. And I know, even like when me doing it, it's just like I don't know. I'm just weird. Like just thinking mean? about it, like but I want to see that. I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't know if I want to see that. I, I don't know. I'm just a really jealous person. So even though I wouldn't get mad you at myself. Like but like fact, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm being honest right now. Like I don't God know if I want to see. Just get off my man. <laughs> Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, really? Okay. You feel like it's a lot of people that's like you too? No, I don't know if it's a lot of people like me, like, as jealous of me and shit like that, but, you know. um, How can you be jealous of yourself, though? That's so bizarre. I don't think it's me being jealous of myself, but it's just like, I'm just not comfortable with, like, seeing my boyfriend on camera. Like, even if it is with me, it's like, you know, (laughs) I want to see the thickness for my own self. I don't want it to be in. You know the technology universe. You know in the oh, world. I was gonna say, could it be because it is a possibility that it could be like leaked or something like that? Yeah, and maybe. Like, you know, okay. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Well, that makes yeah. sense. Then that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Well, that's our freaky, freaky conversation, guys. So uh, let's start confessing our beautiful, absolutely lovely love. Jen, what are you confessing your love for this evening? Uh, what am I confessing my love for? Oh, you know what? Last week when we talked um, about the essence being purchased by... Yes, yes, um, yes. I forgot his name. 
And I meant to say it because I had said Amara La Negra, but that was like another person too. And I wanted to like confess my love for it because I thought it was really dope that he was like a black billionaire and he did acquire it. And, you know, and he did make a fortune off of owning black businesses because he does own like Shea Moisture or has a percentage of Shea Moisture as well too. But what was his name? Like uh, Matthew Richlison? I can't think of his name at the moment. But, um, but yeah, no, I was reading a little bit about him and his backstory. And I always get inspired by shit like that. Shit, I'm sure we probably talked about him um, during February of last year anyways. But, um, but yeah, that's what I'm confessing my love for. Who are you confessing your love for this week? Well, guys, what I'm confessing my love for is a good vacation, okay? I feel like I can personally use a nice vacation away from what's going Seriously. And it's a possibility that I might be going on one, you know. So we're going to keep that under wraps for now. But uh, you guys, you know, pray that everything goes right for us. Um, and, yes, I'm, I'm hoping to, to get the hell out of Wisconsin and get it cracking with my bestie. And, yeah, and have a blast. So. Yes, I'm going to pray for that too Because I would love for you to get out of Wisconsin And have a blast And turn the fuck up And you know, have a good time And have an amazing time And make lifelong memories Because you will And, yes. you know, be young And be great, you know, and be awesome And it's going to be an amazing time Whatever <laughs> you decide to do You know, I'm rooting for this to happen Because you do need this I agree You're right you're right, I do need it. <laughs> well, guys, I want to say thank you all so very much for tuning in and listening to our show this evening um, on this lovely Sunday. You all know you can expect to hear from us next Thursday, January 11th at the same time, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. And we want to hear from you. So don't forget to tag us in the drama. Email us, email us your confessions at confessionalnumber2us at gmail.com. And don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe, y'all. It's your host, Angel Andrea. And I'm your host, Jenna Othello, and you are listening to the one of the only confession Tears run down from my eyes, Lord. Somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me? Somebody to love. Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. Somebody to love. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Till the tears run down from my eyes, Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me somebody to love? Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. Somebody to love. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.